to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Hey y'all, this your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up Podcast, and I welcome you to another episode. This is going to be amazing, and I cannot wait to introduce this next guest. Her name is Jen Sue. Jen Sue has been working for nearly 20 years in the entertainment industry, doing reporting, TV news presenting, and writing. She has traveled from Asia to Africa and has covered all of America. She was born and raised in Philadelphia but lived and worked overseas, covering celebrity news and red carpet events from the MTV VMAs to Paris Fashion Week and interviewing some of the top names in business. She's also an author and has written a book called From Z to A-Lister, How to Build Your Personal Brand, which details how she had to move and start all over again in so many different markets. So I introduce you all, Jen Sue. Good morning, Jen. Good morning to Janya. It's so great to be with you. Boss enough in entertainment. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what we're actually going to be talking about today. You know, December is a new month, even though it's the last month of the year. And we're going to get into entertainment. So December is dedicated to all those that are in the entertainment industry, no matter the, you know, the lane that you're in. So this conversation is going to be really, really good. Well, I'm really, really honored to be with you on the show Um, I think maybe my experience is very unique in that I lived in six different parts of the world from America to Africa to Asia. So I experienced different cultures and worked in media in different countries Mm -hmm. and with so many different people. And it was an incredible experience. So my husband was a global expatriate and he was basically, you know, stationed in different countries. So Mm -hmm. I started out first as a singer and doing television in Taiwan, where I studied. And then after we got married, we moved to Thailand, where I then went into television, entertainment and news anchoring. Then from there to Hong Kong, also doing news anchoring, radio presenting and entertainment reporting. Then moving to South Africa, Uh, Also doing TV news anchoring with Sky News and the African Business Report, and then also doing entertainment writing, and then to Shanghai, China. And then when my son got very ill with cancer, uh, we had to airlift him to Philadelphia. And that's how I ended up back in America. (laughs) So, you know, you never know where life is taking you. But uh, yeah, I've been able to sort of continue that line all the way through living all over the world. Wow. And I always like to ask my guests, what is your definition or your meaning of purpose? I think purpose is what is deep rooted inside of you. So, I mean, everybody has a passion. Everybody has a purpose for why Mm -hmm. we're here on this earth. And what do we want to help give to others, you know, and Mm -hmm. whether it's charity, whether it's helping uh, the community in so many ways, whether it's being able to just talk one-on-one with someone and giving them advice. And I actually released a book 
also called Jensu uh, Z to A Lister, from Z to A Lister, I should say, uh, how to build your personal brand. So talking about how I had to start from zero and, you know, get to where I was each time. And then the frustration, frustrating part was every time when I would actually get somewhere and I was really establishing myself in the entertainment field, it was time to move again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and it was out of my control, but I guess what it is, is that everyone has their own unique experience and to be able to share and give advice to people and to help others uh, is important. And I think, you know, these days we have to be so resilient. I mean, this was also pre-COVID. This has been such a challenging time for everyone, but um, really believing in your own dreams, believing in your own purpose and being very patient because I know everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame very quickly, but unfortunately it just doesn't happen that way. And you have to really build your brand very you know, diligently and let it go through many, many years. And it's going to take a lot of twists and turns. But if you continue to believe in yourself and what your purpose is, you will achieve that goal. Yes, that is so true. So what do you feel may have been your biggest challenge to get where you are today? I think that being in so many different countries with, uh, you know, sort of different protocols cultures, languages, that has been the biggest challenge. But actually, the biggest life challenge I've had was when my son uh, was suddenly diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Mm -hmm. And we had to basically uproot and I had to stop everything that I was doing, was really involved in my work and get him better. And uh, he was in such a state, he really was on the brink of death. And we were able to, with a lot of persistence and dedication, we were able to get him stabilized and then get him airlifted to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, where Mm -hmm. the team led by Dr. Stephen Hunger was so incredible. They were absolutely amazing in saving his life. And I think that we have so many personal things that sort of come into our lives. And to be able to get through those difficult times uh, is probably the, you know, the hardest challenge to get through. So for me, that was the hardest thing. The other thing was just getting to uh, learning different languages. So when I was in Thailand, I had to learn Thai from scratch, even though I am Chinese Mm -hmm. uh, of origin. I was born in the States. I had to learn Thai from scratch. And then suddenly I was acting in Thai. I was presenting in Thai. I had a coach, addiction coach work with me so that I could really, really work hard on my diction. And I got it to the point where I could sit and, you know, do full length interviews in Thai, as well as sing in Thai, perform in Thai. And then also in South Africa, you know, learning Afrikaans, also learning the pronunciation of words and very, very difficult names uh, in South Africa and learning about how to navigate in a very difficult arena where when I first got there, they said, sorry, you know, there's no place for a Chinese looking face with an American Mm -hmm. accent in South Africa. We just don't have any presenters like that. So a lot of it was trying to approach people and then getting rejected, but persisting and trying to kind of find another angle to go by and 
to reapproach. And a lot of people that I approached and said, sorry, we're not interested. I later reapproached again, thinking of another way to go about it. So uh, one was with a radio station called 5FM and the radio presenter was Gareth Cliff and trying to approach him with a Hollywood report. So I would present, you know, the Hollywood report, interview Hollywood celebrities, um, Mm -hmm. talk about the latest breaking Hollywood news. And so we ended up putting that on the show. He tried me out and the audience absolutely loved it. They loved my American accent. They loved my zest for breaking entertainment news. And we were on the forefront and on the cusp of that. So I think, you know, I brought something very new and fresh to South Africa and suddenly people could just hear my voice and know that was Jen Sue. Oh my God. You know, and, um, that sort of thing that people said was going to be my weak point ended up being my strong point. So never, never be discouraged when someone says, sorry, we're not interested. You don't have the right look. You don't have the right accent. You don't have the right skin color. You know, any of that, you have to keep persisting and you have to just keep trying. Yes, that is that is so true because, you know, especially the time that we're in now, it's really easy just to just, you know, give up. And we don't want to put ourselves in that mindset to just be one who will try one time and then just give up just because it didn't work. You know, like you said, you reached out the first time. They said, mm, no, but then, you know, you waited a little bit and you circled back around, and but you had a different approach this time. And they were like, you know what, let's try it out this time. So sometimes you just may have to think of a new way to go about it. And still be able to succeed at it. So just because it doesn't work the first time, guys, it's okay to try again. Your try again may be years from now. It might, you know, it it might be next month. It might be tomorrow. So you just never know. So like she said, stay persistent. And it's okay. It'll happen. It's just going to happen at its own time. That's right. And a lot of times it is approaching, you know, someone with an idea that you have. Sometimes when you keep asking someone to work for them, it just doesn't work out. Sometimes actually you've got to boss it up and you've got to say, this is my plan. This is my show. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. And one great thing now uh, about the world we live in is with social media. You know, Mm -hmm. you can take it over with your podcasts, blogs. You can get on and do your own thing and, um, you know, start by doing your YouTube or your Instagram lives, Facebook. Twitter, you know, use that social media and mm-hmm. build your audience. And it takes a lot of time. People get yeah. very discouraged and say, God, I only have like five followers. It's difficult. It takes yep. a lot of time. And, um, you know, I don't necessarily ascribe to people trying so hard to go viral. Mm-hmm. You know, people are, are, are trying a little bit too hard to get attention It's something that needs to be built up and it takes years. And sometimes if you've got 10 followers, but they're 10 really dedicated followers, Mm -hmm. it's more important than having a hundred thousand followers and you don't really even know them. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But when you were, you know, building up your career and traveling from country to country, did you ever think back and say, oh my goodness, entertainment is where I belong. Like what sparked entertainment? Cause you could have did anything else. You know, there's so many things out here to do, but you chose entertainment. 
I think in the end, you know, I've been fortunate to have done news anchoring, which I also love. Uh, but entertainment was the thing that I just have this innate passion for. I get excited about events. And I mean, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. So wow. it's hard to when people have been doing, you know, so many I've done hundreds of red carpets and, you know, running after people, chasing after celebrities, trying to get a little soundbite from them. And you get tired after doing that for so many years. But I mm-hmm. always have this sort of adrenaline rush and I get very excited about any time that I'm going to be doing a party or a podcast or a red carpet or a show of some sort. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in Philadelphia and uh, I've been going to some smaller events, but mm-hmm. I felt just ex- excited about it. And I think that's why my heart is in entertainment. You know, when you feel that just, you know, you have a little bit, your heart's going a flutter, you're feeling excited. And even just the smallest events, I've gone to little launches and, you know, just interviewing a couple of people. Wow. I've been able to make uh, a lot of great connections through that, making friends with the the designers like Philadelphia Fashion Week or the Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Film Society and their film festival. So from that, I ended up getting on the Philadelphia Film Society Board of Directors, helping community outreach and film and um, using film, you know, to connect people throughout Philadelphia. And I found this new love and passion uh, that I found here in Philadelphia. So, you know, you just never know where your life is going to take you and you can use those skills from what you've done before and apply them to wherever you go. So never be afraid to move to a new place or be in a different area. You know, now with COVID, it's really caused us to rethink a lot about where we're actually yeah. going to reside, where we're living, what's important to us, what means so much to us. So I think it's, you know, something that you have to feel very deep inside of you and it stays right. with you forever. And that's when you know that's your true passion. Yes, that was a good story. That was <laughs> that was just amazing. I just want to know, what was that feeling like when you, I guess, maybe received the email or a phone call saying that they wanted you to move out the country for work? What was yeah. that? What was that like? So, I mean, it's always a scary thing, you know? And when we moved to South Africa... We had a look-see and I got a little bit nervous. It was completely different than I had ever experienced. And um, you always have to just take a chance, you know? You have to Mm -hmm. just start and it's okay to just start. And then maybe if it doesn't work out, you can say, well, I tried. Mm -hmm. And um, I gave it a try. And I think what I was most excited about was when people weren't sure about me once we started they were thrilled and they realized Mm -hmm. what a hard worker I am. I'm detailed. I always thank, and I am grateful to so many people who have helped me along the way in many small ways, whether it's even just a verbal, Hey, you know what? She's great at what she does. Let's give her another chance. Let's get her out Mm -hmm. there and do that interview with Samuel L. Jackson. Let's get her out there and talk to Britney Spears. Let's get her out there. And they, the more that they did that, they saw, my performance. And so I guess you have to start somewhere. And so when that opportunity is given to you to move, well, do it, try, you know, 
don't be afraid. The worst case is that maybe it doesn't work out and it's not the greatest fit, but maybe you've learned something along the way. And also if you can, even if you have to leave, if you leave on a good note, that person might be able to refer you to someone who might be there to help you along a line or a path that's more in line with what you believe and what you want to pursue. Um, But the most important thing is just being grateful and reaching out and always keeping in touch, you know, whether it's a quick email, Mm -hmm. hey, just want to reach out, sending happy holidays, you know, or, hey, I saw something about you in, you know, the newspaper or on a blog online, and it was great article. I loved it. Forward them the link. Sometimes they don't even see the link themselves. You know, people love when you notice other people, when you thank other people, when you care about other people and listen to them. Don't just talk, talk, talk yourself like I'm doing now. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, this <laughs> is true. Get advice and then do something where you can take away from the other person. Yeah, that is that, that, that is definitely true. I definitely agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, like you said, there's nothing wrong with a little note. You know, send a little quick email. You know, that takes five seconds, guys, just to do that. And like you said, like the holidays is coming up. So, you know, wish them happy holidays and just sending them, you know, hoping that they have an amazing new year, you know, with new wealth and new health and all that good stuff, guys. It really doesn't take much thought or energy <laughs> to Even do a just something. Of some yeah. sort. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be an expensive gift. A little something you can send through or a handwritten card. Yes. You know, design your own holiday card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and build up your brand, send it out or send out your book. And say and sign it and say, thank you so much for always supporting me along the way. You know, all those little things mean a lot. Always under promise and over deliver. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is to keep yourself in check by recording yourself, videoing yourself and give an honest critique of how you are. No, none of us are perfect, but we can always improve and we can listen to the way our voice sounds. Do we do a lot of umming and uh, hemming and hawing? You know, do we get to the point? Do we try to focus on the actual answer? Like I don't always do. (laughs) But, you know, listening to yourself and recording yourself and checking a lot of things about yourself. What about your nonverbal communication? You know, are you doing this when you're on a podcast or on a Zoom? You know, what, what, how are you actually projecting yourself. So all those things are important to, we, we all need to do that. No matter how experienced we are in the field, it's important to keep yourself in check, record yourself, even a short recording or listening to yourself on audio and how your voice is sounding. Is it sounding authoritative? Is it sounding weak? Are you chewing gum? You know, yeah. I mean, all kinds of things people true. don't even notice about themselves. And it's exactly to keep yourself in check. And yes. then social media, you know, keep your social media up right. and post every day if you can and keep your posts positive. Yes. I know we all want to talk about the things that bother us and get us upset. But I really think that if you can try to keep the ranting and rating, rating, uh, ranting and raving to a minimum, I know this whole thing about if you see something, say something. Okay, I get it. But I'm always of the school of thought of being a little bit more zen about it, which means yeah. sometimes it's okay to pull back a little bit. It's yeah. okay to sometimes also not respond or to 
not comments. Everybody has to weigh in. And I, I get so annoyed about how all this hate and vitriol gets, you know, into Twitter or Instagram. And one little innocent thing can turn into something ridiculous and people twist and turn yep. all the time. So, you know, it's okay to sometimes disengage. You want to be in, you know, kind of aware of what's happening but also know when it's time to slightly pull back. It's okay. Yeah. You don't always have to be in the heat of the conversation because what happens is you end up sitting there and, oh my God, who is going to you know, post something next? And then you end right. up wasting a lot of time. You're just completely lost your focus about exactly. what you need to do in the day. And mm-hmm. you end up just getting completely involved in something that you actually didn't really need to be that involved in. So- <laughs> Yeah, I think sometimes being modest, pulling back a little bit, that's my advice. Now, I don't know if you agree with it, but I feel that that actually has made me more successful from sometimes just staying out of some of those heated conversations. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. Um, We really lose, like you said, a lot of time. Um, being so intrigued by what's going on. Even these are conversations that really don't even involve us. You know, like it's really none of our business. Let those people be great. Let them say what they want to say. And like you said, pull back and mind your business. (laughs) That's all you have to do. I mean, it doesn't mean that you don't care. You do care. Right. We care. We all care about the issues going on today. But Mm -hmm. sometimes for your own peace of mind, it's just exactly. Um, and then you know yourself, you, you know, you're anybody who is on social media, you are always putting whatever you put out on a billboard for everyone mm-hmm. to see and comment on. So always be aware if ever you're starting to do that post and you're thinking, you know what, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't post it. Then think about it for a day, Right. write it right. out, put it on a word document or email it to yourself and then think about it before posting. Yes. Just, it's okay. You don't have to you know, rip off everything that you constantly think all the time. Too much information is sometimes just too much information. Listen, okay, we see it. (laughs) We see it all the time on social media. I just look and I'll be like, oh my gosh, why did they just say that? That was just way too much. They have businesses and bands to protect. We keep saying these things, but yet everybody keeps breaking these social media rules. And... It's actually um, something that we have to really look into because you can also be sued. You can have legal implications. This is true. Mm-hmm. Please be very careful. It can be a great tool to get yourself out there and network, but it can also be very harmful and detrimental to your brand. So just yep. think carefully. Sometimes less is more. <laughs> that is true. And since you're talking about branding, and I know that's one of my greatest specialties, tell us about your book. So my book, Z to A-Lister, I keep saying Z, sorry, because it was released in South Africa. It's on Amazon, but it's basically when you go from Z, I was a Z-Lister, meaning nobody knew me in social circles to becoming an A-Lister, becoming the person that everybody wanted to invite to their events. And, you know, I always give back in my events. Whenever I go somewhere, I cover the event, I film it beautifully, I put it out there on social media. And a lot of people are just way beyond impressed because it really makes their, you know, event get out there. And they're very grateful to that. 
So how to build your personal brand, it's going from a, a whole book on just basically how to get out there with a few personal anecdotes in between. I've had my own trials and tribulations. I've talked about some of the people that I've met, um, such as Mariah Carey, Paris Hilton, Oprah Winfrey, Samuel L. Jackson, Sierra, you know, all these people that I've talked about here in the book. And mm -hmm some of my tips and tricks for how to interview people, how to keep people engaged and um, how to get around some of those pesky PR people who always tell you, don't ask them this, don't ask them that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's again, you know, also learning how to slightly be a little bit quieter and mm -hmm. how to say, sure, sure. You know, whatever you say, you know, just nod your head. And then when you yep. get in there, go. <laughs> so like Samuel L. Jackson, you know, when I interviewed him, they said, don't ask him any questions about his personal life. Don't ask him any questions about, you know, certain filming techniques. I mean, they were very mm -hmm. specific about it. And then when we went in there and we chatted, he was wonderful. We had such a great chat and he actually ended up interviewing me. <laughs> in the oh, <end>. wow. <laughs> and then I also had a little hat to give to him. And it was, you know, I'd done my research of things that he loves. He loves, you know, these berets. So I had a special beret that was actually done by one of my hat uh, designers for him. Mm -hmm. And he just loved that. And we've been friends wow. ever since. I've seen him again, you know, in LA. And, you know, that's the thing. You can really learn and get inspired by these these guys who, yeah. you know, a lot of the PR guys say, oh, you know, they want to scare you. Uh, but, you know, if you just try to kind of, you know, put your life in their shoes and then also listen to them and let them mm -hmm. talk, you know, they actually end up giving you more information than exactly. you ask. <laughs> yeah, I have been doing interviews for a little bit now, and that is the absolute truth. It's just, you know, they get comfortable, you know, the relation the um the conversation is so good and then they just go into other stuff and you're like okay yes I'm here for all of this you know just getting all of this information but once you build that relationship because every interview is a is is a new relationship being you know put together exactly. and that's what it's all about it's relationship building exactly some people all the time I get all the time oh I've never been asked this question before oh this is a good question Oh, oh my goodness, we need to do this again. And you know, these are the good things that people talk about. It's not always about bad stuff all the time. Or, you know, you might have one that say, Oh, I didn't like that interview, but I've never experienced that yet. So <laughs> I have no Tanya, I want you to tell me what are your tips for getting out there in entertainment? Oh my goodness. So I'm such a people person. Um, I always tell people when you're networking is more than just giving someone your business card, you know, it's how can me and this individual build a long-term relationship if it's possible. Sometimes you're just meant to be colleagues or you're meant to be friends, you know, or associates, but sometimes you and another person can literally build and create something together. So I'm always one that always want to get to know everything. I don't have to know all your dirty secrets. But, you know, I'm always willing to take that extra step and, you know, approach someone that that is one thing I definitely love about myself. I'm very, very approachable. People can approach me. Like I said, I'm a people person. And once people feel your vibe, they like, oh, Tiana's great. Oh, you know, like she conducts herself in a great manner or she does this well. And I would love to do this with her. It's people I've 
interviewed on my podcast, who I've met in person, who are just amazing as they were when we recorded. So it's all about that relationship building. That's what gets you far in the entertainment industry, period. It's the relationships you build with people because you never know who they may know. My mom told me that all the time, ever since I was a little girl. You never know who people may know. Exactly. And sometimes it's the smallest parties or gatherings where they're not necessarily networking gatherings. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the smallest gatherings and the most, I guess, unlikely situations where you can meet someone who can actually turn your life around. And that's also what I talk about in my book. So Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you, Tiana. I think, you know, you have that energy and that vibe about you. People want to get to know you and you protect that. I think we all mm-hmm. have to do that when we meet people. So your nonverbal communication is so important. You know, you mm-hmm. have that. You just, you you exude energy and people love your smile and your vibrance right. and your fun. Your voice, you know, is also just very engaging. It's warm. It's got right. a lot of depth in it. And that's what I was mm-hmm. talking about, recording your voice and recording your video of yourself and yeah. how is your voice and how is your you know, expression actually making you come across. Right. Are you going like this? Mm-hmm. Are you just, you know, like, are you doing, you know, some people do weird things with their eyes. Some people, oh, yeah. like, they're blinking all the time. Like <laughs> they don't even realize they're doing that. Nope. And, you know, and, and little things like that can be quite off-putting to people. So it's really yeah. important to see the way that you're projecting yourself and you have it, you know, and some people just do. Some people sparkle mm-hmm. in a crowd and a sea of hundreds. You just see those people that have that special vibrancy about them. Yeah, I agree. You, you have it, Tiana, and you at home, you have it too. And you have to bring that out inside mm-hmm. of That is true. That is true. So I'm really big on self-care and wellness. So I know, you know, between traveling and, you know, taking care of your son and being a wife and, you know, just doing a lot of things. How are you able to pour back into yourself? I think, you know, first of all, like time management is so important. Being able to spend time, you know, just taking care of me, right? Taking care of yourself, giving yourself some self-love is so important. Mm-hmm. And we often are so worried about everybody else around us. And it's so important to take care of your own well-being, your mental yeah. health, your physical health, um, keeping you know, yourself in check, getting the necessary health checks that you need, and just mentally staying happy. Um, I am very into smiling. I, I run around saying very silly things. And sometimes I'll just bark like a dog and I'll run around and do silly things that everybody's like, okay, you're really crazy, but it it gets me laughing and I enjoy it. And it gives me that moment of happiness. Sometimes we can get a little bit too serious. So being able to juggle all these things at the same time is not easy. And we all get frustrated, uh, Mm -hmm. especially during the pandemic, because now we've got this extra layer of everything else to worry about with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, But we're getting through it and just taking it a day at a time, really being easier on yourself. It's okay Mm -hmm. if one day you're getting up and you just haven't done anything. It's okay. Right. Tomorrow. But just keep thinking that write down a little gratitude journal. So I sometimes write down 
the things I'm grateful. My son is healthy now. You know, he was in ICU and he was almost dying. And now he's actually healthy. He was in a wheelchair for a year, but now he's walking and he's Mm. doing so much better. And he's happy. And he's happy because I'm happy because I'm projecting that happiness and warmth and confidence. And kids need that around them. Spouses need that around them. They, they need you to be there for them, at least, you know, in soul and spirit. And I think it's not an easy thing these days, but try really hard to think of all the good things. And that's why I'm saying the gratitude journal does help because we can get very lost in the little things and lost in a lot of issues that are depressing yeah. us. And we all have issues. But it's important to keep that little gratitude journal, even if you just note it in your phone. Hey, I'm grateful today because of look at a picture of somebody who inspires you. Maybe Oprah Winfrey. Wow. She did. She did an incredible interview with Adele. She's so articulate in the way she asks her questions. And she's Mm -hmm. very insightful, you know, and she's so great at being able to reach and draw into a person without seeming invasive. So what right. she, you know, how can I, or how can we improve? And as, as entertainment reporters, how can we do what she does? So, you know, uh, uh, watching maybe YouTube videos of what she does, being inspired, putting a photo up in on your phone of her and saying, you know what, I want to try to be like someone like Oprah or someone in your life that you look mm-hmm. up to and keep that focus and try to dream it in color. I dream Mm. things in color. I think about things in color. I think about my son walking in color. And he did. He went through a lot of physical therapy for years and months and he did it. And I thought about myself getting up there and getting on TV and being an entertainment reporter. And I thought about it in color and I thought, how am I going to do this? And I walked myself through steps about how I'm going to do it. And then when I networked, When you network also, if you can get a photo of some, you know, the person with you, send them a little email or a little Instagram message and say, hey, it was so great seeing you. Here's a photo of us. So they remember who you are. Yeah. And, you know, follow up with them, grab coffee sometime, or even just once in a while, sending a message without being too invasive, but also just reminding them that you're out there. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're still in Philadelphia. Hey, actually, I've got this event, you know, coming up next week. Right. Maybe if you want to pop by, it happens all the time. So you've got to do a lot of the work reaching out because it doesn't mean that people don't want to invite you or reach out to you. They've just, everyone's so busy with their own things that they actually just, maybe they've forgotten or they've just not been able to reach out to everyone they want Mm -hmm. to reach out. So that's why it's important that we do it ourselves. We've got to be proactive, but in a way that's not intrusive. So, you know, sometimes there are times when you feel like this person, they're not responding many times, or they're just, they're not giving off a good vibe to you. Well, it's okay. It's also okay. Right. To let them exactly. Exactly. So I've been asking this question more frequent. So if you can give young Jen a piece of advice, what would you tell her? I would tell young Jen to 
need to calm down. You know that Taylor Swift song, you need to calm down. I don't know. Anyway, like you got to just calm down. And I sometimes get way too worked up over things. And if I could tell young Jen that I would have, because I would get very kind of overdramatic about things and Mm -hmm. I would get depressed because, you know, if someone said, Mm -hmm. well, you've got a Chinese face and an American accent, nobody's going to want you. Yeah. And you write out to people or you try to meet people and they're like, no, sorry. But they don't write back. They don't respond. And, um, you know, this is all a process. And even now I'm, I'm feeling in Philadelphia where I'm also starting to get to know people again. And it is a long road. It's not an yeah. easy road. Uh, people here in Philadelphia, you know, they are very established in who they've known and grown up with. And America is a totally different market. But I'm also very grateful to the many, many people who have been there to support me and help me, you know, get out and meet people to so many people from the Philadelphia Film Society, to the Barnes mm-hmm. Foundation, to the Philadelphia Orchestra or the ballet or all of these places that um, and organizations, you know, where we've been able to reach out and get to know more people and Every little person actually brings you to another person. So I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, the journey continues. It really does. Yes. All the best of success. You are doing incredible things. I'm, you know, I so admire what you do and I'm so inspired by what you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. So is there anything coming up that our viewers and listeners can be in tune with? Well, I'm going to be attending the Palm Springs Film Festival, and that's coming up January 6th through, I think, the 13th or so. Um, And basically, I'm going to be covering uh, the first part, which is the red carpet. Lady Gaga is receiving the Palm Springs Film Festival Icon Award. So Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga will be there. Uh, Kristen Stewart will be there. I think we've got a number of other film celebrities who will be attending. And I'm just so excited because I spent a year, you know, more or less away from the red carpet during COVID where a lot of events were not being held in person. So this is being held in person. It will be, you know, one of my first red carpets back in action. And I'm looking forward to reaching out to all of you with celebrity news and, you know, meeting celebs on the red carpet again. Um, you can follow yeah. me on Instagram at jensu one J-E-N-S-U and the number one. Twitter, Jennifer underscore Sue. And also on Facebook at jensu and LinkedIn on jensu <laughs> That is great. That is great. So before we go, can you give everyone a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? I think the piece of advice is keep yourself happy, mentally happy and physically happy by your own unique passion. Make it happen for yourself with a difference. That is great piece of advice, Jen. I thank you so much for being on here today. This interview was just amazing. People, I hope you were writing things down because she was dropping gems. She was dropping (laughs) gems. She told you how you can connect with her and stay in contact with her. 
If you are in need of any of her services, I'm sure you can reach out to her. You know, she says she's in the Philly area, but listen, she's been all over the world doing this. So we have to thank her for her due diligence for being just amazing at what she does. You know, some people can't get up and conduct interviews across the world. You know, these are the opportunities a lot of people are praying for. So if you need someone to be inspired by, make sure you follow Jinsu on all of her networks. Everything, okay? Please reach out because I know where you are and what you're feeling. Yeah. I've been there so many times, every time, six times over and more. <laughs> Starting out every time in a new country from zero. So I yeah. really be there as your friend and supporter and we can help to support each other and make things happen. Yes, that is what it's all about. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Ain't none to it. Real one. Ain't none to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Ain't none to it.